episode of Slay the Stars is sponsored by the podcast How to Be a Better DM. Check them out at betterdungeonmaster.com slash slay the stars. Stay tuned for the end of the episode for their socials and their promo. And now, without further ado, well, not quite. Sorry, live action Arthur. This is editing Arthur from the future to let you know that we just have our number one patron over on Patreon. Drum roll, please. I don't know why I'm saying this. I'm the one that's going to put in the drum roll. Our number one fan on Patreon, K. Woo! Yeah! Oh my God! That's so amazing! Thank you all, but especially thanks to Kay. All right, I'm going to let you guys get back to the episode now. Welcome back to Slay the Stars in episode 39. Last time, Zem and Shar attended a treasonous dinner with Rena Alharan, Istin, Turiel, and Reg. Okay, it was diet treason. It was diet treason. They began planning how to get the Orb of Nex back to Annenfell. Reg has also successfully negotiated Rafe's entrance into the city. On the way back to their hotel, they passed the dry dock, and there on the deck of the ship is the white-cloaked man from all those nights ago at Ascension Point, one of the people responsible for Zem and Shar's flight from Saltspire. We start with Zem screaming... <laughs> Why don't you show your face, you white cloaked bitch? And Char. What? <laughs> you said you're gonna do something. <laughs> uh, no, my plan was to give her advantage on her next initiative roll because I know she's gonna jump the fuck out of the cart and run up to him. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna switch it from from Toriel to Zem. Yes. On the other side of the city, Toriel's like, oh, I feel really tired all of a sudden. And I need everyone to roll initiative. This one is for the white cloaked person. This one is for Rich. I got real scared there for a second. You're like, this one's for the white cloaked person. Mm-hmm. There is more. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anybody, 20 to 25. Uh, 15 to 20. 16. All right. So what did you get, Shar? Eight. That's not great. How far away are we? Uh, so this ship is pretty tall, probably like 40 feet up from where you are, but there's scaffolding that you can climb to get up there. You guys are on ground level in yeah, the carriage. Do acrobatics? <laughs> <laughs> Did you not no, see my face? <laughs> you could just run. Um, but top of the round, the white-cloaked individual hears Zem scream <laughs> and turns toward all of you and th- tosses their hand out towards you. And I need you all to make dexterity saving throws. Does shield work in these situations? That's 20. Uh, no, because it's a saving throw, not an attack. Okay. Um, That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. So, Char got a natural 20, obviously passes. Zem. 14. 14 is the DC. And um, Reg passes. He rolled 19 plus things. So, he takes nothing because of evasion. Oh, fuck. We're in trouble. It sounds so pretty for it's being so, so much ouchy. 28 points. Of fire damage halved because you both succeeded. So 14 points of fire damage. And you see Reg, as soon as he sees the guy point towards you, Reg ducks down in like the footwell of the carriage and manages to not take any damage. All right. Next up. I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to remember that, but I got shit to do. (laughs) It is your turn, Zem. Okay. Um, So... You said he's 40 feet up? Yes. From street level? Correct. And how far that way? So, like, he's 40 feet from us? Like, simplicity? Yeah, sake? well, just simplicity's sake, he's 40 feet away from you. Okay. But it's not like flat surface. It's like up steps and stuff. Yeah. I will start my movement at steep steps. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like scaffolding, so it's more like switchbacks. Will that put him out of my line of sight? Yeah, when you start going up the switchbacks, you're not going to be able to see him. 
up on the deck. I will throw fire right back at him, and I will firebolt him. All right. It's not the same, but whatever. Roll to hit. If I firebolt, can I use my... Do I... Is dash like an action? Dash is an action. So could I dash up the thing? Like, how does that... I'm sorry. I should know this. So if you... So um, cantrips are actions, and so is dashing. But if you have, like, quicken spell... You could use it on Firebolt, use it as a bonus action, and then dash as your action. I don't. I'm I'm still going to do it. So Firebolt is an 18 to hit. That hits. All right. It'll be 2d10. Hell yeah. Aim for the hood. <laughs> 16 total. You hit him, and you don't hear the grimace, but he kind of grimaces a bit. for more than he hit me. And he's trying to, like, pat the fire out on his cloak. And Zem, you start running. You jump out of the, the carriage and start running up the steps. Next up is Reg. Reg sees this happen to you, and he takes off at a dead sprint. And he's super fast. And he can dash as an action. So you watch him and he's barely, like his feet aren't even touching the ground. He's doing that like parkour thing, like up the, the sides mm-hmm. of the scaffolding. And he ends up getting up on top of the the um, the deck. And he runs over to the person. Well, I guess he could he can bonus action dash. So he has his action still. And he's going to stab him. So if you don't want him to kill this guy. You might want to be like, hold back, but also. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to hit. Give him a crit. <laughs> <laughs> he, <just Right>. makes, <laughs> he does not have sneak attacks, so. Uh, nine points of damage. And then he's going to make a second stab attack. That misses. So the second one, you see the white cloaked figure just sort of like shift out of the way. Almost like imperceptibly, like he he didn't move his body, he teleported short ways to the left, and Reg misses with his second attack. Shar, you're up. Dead sprint out the cart, just jump like superhero run past them too. Like you good? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can move eighty feet with a dash on the action. So okay. I don't know how does that get me on the deck? That gets you on the deck. Of the ship. the second I jump on the deck, I'm gonna bonus action cast spirit weapon and just smack him in the back of the head. Oh, I like it. All right. I love so much that, like, Reg just was like, I'm fucking all in. <laughs> like, he saw us get attacked and was like, well, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> this is it. Uh, 16 plus 6, so 22. Yeah, that hits. There is just a giant loot <laughs> spirit <laughs> weapon and just smacks him on the back of the head. I love that for... spirit weapon is a loot. Uh, five, force damage. Woof. And he is now trying to place himself opposite of Reg. The white-cloaked dude is already looking rough. And it is his turn. He turns and looks between the two of you, um, Char and Reg. And I need you to make me... A wisdom saving throw. Reg failed. 16? 16 passes. You watch as all the mess, uh, the muscles in Reg's body like contract. And he, his eyes are darting around, but like his body isn't moving. You feel that same like freeze motion for a moment, but you shake it off, Char, as the white cloaked person casts hold person. And uh, he goes to turn and run away and sees that his spell didn't take effect on you and he's still going to try to run. So you have an attack of opportunity. Wait, I do? Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's running past me. Yeah, he's going to try to run away from you. Um, 17 to hit. Yep. Hands of harm. So there's one plus three. Bludgeoning damage. Wait. Plus two. So three bludgeoning damage. 
Okay. And then Hands of Harm. Two, five uh, necrotic damage. All right. You strike him in the back of the head, and he stumbles a little bit, and he starts running towards the scaffolding and then sees Zamira coming up the steps, and he turns around and looks towards you, kind of like a caged animal. You still can't quite see his face. It's still obscured by this cloak. And you would notice now, Char, that this isn't—the cloak itself isn't a normal cloak, or you'd be able to see his face. There is some type of magic on this cloak that is making it impossible for you to see his face while he's wearing it. But— that is his turn. Zamira, you're up. So I move 30 feet up. The rest of your movement gets you to the top of the deck. Okay. Um, and then I'm yet again going to reiterate, show me your fucking face. Um, and then I will witch bolt. Are All you right. going to say fuck it and crit? <laughs> no. No, because I, I want to know who this is. Um, but I am going to third level this shit. I'm scared. If I, I'm scared. If I fail and then I crit. 16 hit. 16 hits. Oh, my God. Um, okay. So that's 21 damage. Oh, my God. All right. Not 13. <laughs> so she tasered him, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 21. Yeah, you come up behind <laughs> him and hit him with the spell, and you actually hear like a... Ugh! As he's trying to keep from uh, yelling out when this hits him. Next up is Reg. Reg is still... Oh, wait. He has to make a concentration check. Yeah, he makes it. Uh, It's Reg's turn. Reg is going to attempt to get out of hold person. He does not. Reg is held. Shar, it's your turn. Um, I don't know how far I can move it because it's been a minute. Up to 20 feet. Can I move the spiritual weapon within 20 feet? Yes. Okay. As a bonus action, I can move the weapon up to 20 feet. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to make an attack roll on him. Just bonk him in the back of the head with a loot. Okay. 17 plus stuff. Yep. And eight. Four bludgeoning damage. (laughs) All right. I'm trying to knock him out. And then as an action, you know what? I need you to make a constitution check. I'm casting Moonbeam. Oh, that's a 10. That's a fail. Okay. 12 radiant damage. Okay. So it is the white cloaked person's turn. Uh, they take the damage, and then uh, they need to make a concentration check. Yep, they will keep their concentration. Uh, Just this blinding moonlight <laughs> explodes. Yeah, they're going to turn towards you, Shar, and I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. And... Reg will need to make one as well. No whammies. No whammies. That's a fail. That's a whammy. Constitution? Yeah. Uh, four. Twenty-five points of cold damage as a cone of cold erupts from his hands, striking both you and Reg. And he then spins around towards you, Zem, and looks like he wants to try to push past you, but between you and Shar, he's sort of sandwiched there and can't move. And it's your turn. If I take a non-attack action for my action, do I have to drop Witch Bolt? Like, if I don't roll for the damage. Wait, hold on. That wand on the concentration, so oh, yeah, the Moonbeam spell- goes down. Okay. The spell ends if you use your action to do anything else. So you will lose your Witch Bolt if you do anything else. <sighs> Motherfucker. Okay. Um, eight. All right. He shrieks out in pain. Are you doing anything 
bonus action or movement? Hmm. I don't understand how this works. Um, Once per long rest, you can use a bonus action to transform using your revelation, which lasts for one minute or until you end it as a bonus action. I'm fucking doing it. Okay. I'm doing it. So describe what happens. So with my last surge of Witch Bolt, with my frustration... Like, all the fear surging back from that first day and, like, knowing that this motherfucker sent us down this path, I'm just going to, like, scream. Like, guttural scream. And when I do, like, the wings just shoot out. Um, And then I need him to make a Christmas saving throw. That's going to be a no. It's a four plus things. Okay. Um, He's now frightened until the end of my next turn. All right. Once on each of your turns, you can deal an extra three necrotic damage to one target when you deal damage to it with an attack or spell. After I do this? Wait, what? Say it again. Once on each of your turns, you can deal an extra three necrotic damage to one target when you deal damage to it with an attack or spell. Oh, yeah. So if you would have transformed and then did Witch Bolt, you could have done it, but I'll let you do the damage anyway. So how it's much fine. Was I can, it? It I can do it going forward. It's the next end of my next turn anyway. Yeah, but, you know, at least you'll get the damage it was, now. It was three. All right. Three it is. And he stumbles back a little bit, actually bumping into Char a little bit. Uh, Pull back the cloak. Little sh- <laughs> you could. It's Reg's turn. That's what I was debating. Oh wait, first I need to see that was the non if he attack action. But if he no. loses hold person, he does not. Now let's see if Reg can snap out of hold person. He does not. Reg is the frozen char. It's your turn. Uh, bonus action: smack him with with <laughs> spirit weapon. Hold on. Yeah. So eighteen. Yeah, that hits. Seven force damage. And as my action, I'm pulling off his hood. I feel Scooby like do this shit. as the wings throw out, before you say anything, as the wings throw out and I scream that guttural scream, it like changes in the middle to be like shrieky, like a like a banshee shriek. Like it's otherworldly. Okay. Cry of the banshee would be a hell of a cool spell. Mm-hmm. So, athletics check. Athletics? Yeah, to pull his cloak off. Oh. Counter athletics. Twelve? Got a six. So, Char, you hit him. It knocks him off balance a little bit. You grab a hold of his cloak. He's turned around looking at Zamira in this moment. Zamira, you watch as Char rips the cloak off of this person. And there's Dalius. Oh, you son of a bitch. Standing there in front of you. He looks like shit. You guys have beaten him up pretty badly. I'm just, I'm just gonna, like, all the, all the fight has drained out of me. Like, I, which bolt will drop? That's not great. And I'm just. Oh, like a concentration check on the spirit weapon, not just the witch bolt. Oh, wait, wait. Hmm? He got hit with a spirit weapon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in that moment, he also drops hold person. <laughs> Okay. I, I mean, like my that's my turn. I'm stare. I'm just staring. Like, it, well, it's it's his turn right now, and oh, also like the wings that were like out, like have dropped. Like, not. I don't think they can go away, like but like sad. they're, yeah. He looks at you, and roll me an insight check. <laughs> what did you roll? A one, and I'm trying to debate if this is worth it. Uh, yeah, it is. Is it, though? Um, I mean, if you don't do it, I'm breaking his kneecap. So, Because <laughs> that's my next move. So he better either get out of this alive, jump off the scaffolding and kill himself. He's going to get a broken <laughs> kneecap. Or you better figure out what the fuck is going on. Those are your options. And I know that Reg is going to stab the shit out of him because he's up. 
Um, but for, just for fucking insight on his face. That's up to you. Don't you want to know? What he's thinking in that moment? Like, this is a real Sophie's choice. <laughs> um, if fucking feels like a waste. Um, oh, well, I'm going to waste it. I rolled a 20. Okay. Crit success. Zem, you look in the face of Dalius Ashgard, your mentor, semi-father figure for the past couple of years. And on his face, you see he's scared. He's terrified of whatever it is you've become. And you see like guilt, a lot of guilt on his face. He reaches out his hand to you and he says, I'll explain, come with me. It's incredible that you would think I have an ounce of trust left for you. I'm not asking for you to trust me. I'm asking you to come with me so I can explain. Explain now. He turns and he looks towards Char and Reg, who is now... (laughs) Real real, real angry. (laughs) I will fucking murder you. (laughs) And he says, I'm sorry then. And he's going to cast Dimension Door. I'm not going with him. Okay. Then you watch as he sort of out of existence. And if you'd like, you all can roll to see if you see where he teleports. He does teleport 500 feet away. And it is dark. So you have to roll pretty high perception to see where he went. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love the look on Arthur's face right now. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> What did you say? What what were we rolling? Perception. 21 dirty. 14. Zem, you are too rattled to even notice. You're having a hard time controlling your breathing. Shar, you happen to glance behind you towards where Reg is just to see, you know, what state he's in. And you see just a flash of white disappear behind some buildings. Fucking shit. I'm taking off. Are you actually? 100%. He's pretty far away. Mm. <laughs> There's a good chance you're not going to catch him, but you can. It makes me angry. What was your perception? 21 dirty. So then you're probably going to see that, like, I'd slowly sink to the ground. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work. He's taken off. I don't know if he's going to, like, stop halfway there, but he's at least initially, like, fucking. Okay. Sure. You take off running towards where you saw the flash of white disappear. Zem, you sink down on the steps of the scaffolding, trying to collect yourself, and Reg comes over, walks up to you, and says, who the fuck was that guy? Are you okay? Did he hurt you? Um, No? Yes? Does, like, everyone just betray everyone? I I don't, I don't really understand what you're asking me, but I don't, I don't think so. There are still good people in this world. You and Shaw are proof of that. Starting to think that maybe I'm just naive. That Look was... at me. No, no, stop. You're not naive. You're young. And there are horrible people out there who will take advantage of you. Well, that was Dalius Ashgard from Stellium Academy and my mentor and closest confidant for the past two years. That is a problem. He was there. He was... He attacked me. Like, not just tonight. When this whole thing first started, he knows my mother. Ugh. I'm sorry. Like, I 
she's just like kind of staring off like after in the direction that they went like Shar took off running and I'm just like stunned dumbfounded it's like all that's happening in here right now <laughs> yeah he sits down next to you and he like puts his arm out like he's gonna put it around you to see if you like lean in but he's not like not like scooping me in yeah 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 um, he's not he's not sure what to do in this moment so he's kind of like uh. <laughs> <laughs> um and like I don't shrug him off but I'm also not really leaning into it either because I feel so alone right now um and then I just I he's gonna kill him He's not going to catch him. Meanwhile, Char. I just imagined Char like running parkour. Parkour. <laughs> the entire way. Parkour. That's why I laughed and I didn't mean to in the middle of that somber moment. But I think Char's going to at least get like 200 feet down. He's probably going to see another like of light. And at that point, he's just going to like scream into the middle of the night. What do you scream? No, just in general, oh, like guttural. Just frustration. Yeah. You. Watch this flash disappear, flash disappear, and you're just, you're angry for Zem, angry about the whole situation. Eventually, you come walking back, and you see Zem just dazed, sitting there, and Reg, for once, does not have that shitty grin on his face. He's looking at you, Char, like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, is he brushing past the whole fucking wings thing? Because he... Like, I don't know how much he knew. I think he was he was still shut, stunned. And then when he turned, I think he was focused on Dahlia's, even if you did have the wings on. He was hold, held person away mm -hmm. from me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice! Yeah, he, okay. couldn't, he couldn't see it. And so he's, he's, lo he's looking very shocked, and he tries to make light of the situation. He says, I'm not used to making girls cry, honestly. Sure, I was just going to, like, kind of walk past both of them. Like, kind of pat their heads and look at what Dalius was looking at specifically. Did I hear him say that? I'm not used to making girls cry. Yeah. I'm gonna like <laughs> 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 and just like lose my shit entirely hysterically laughing because like the unmitigated gall to think that he affected me in this way <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> he starts, at first he starts laughing with you like, <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, so let's talk about something different. The, the wings are new. They look frightening. Um, well, I'll like, I'll, I'll like try to flex because I really don't know how my wings fucking work yet, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'll try to like flex and see if I can get them to like span out like to their full glory kind of thing, which I'm sure is horrifying considering they're that like bony, ghastly visage. Yeah. <laughs> He's watching and his eyes are just like, that is impressive. <laughs> Meanwhile, Char, uh, you walk over and you see that Dalius was looking at the pedestal, the empty pedestal that sits in the center of the ship deck. Which, if you want to see the ship, we got an awesome map from Fungin Mapster. I literally don't understand the magic, the voodoo that this individual possesses. It's amazing. You can find the map on our social media as well as tags to all of his social media and his coffee account so that you guys can go get some dope maps for yourself as well. Now back to a regularly scheduled program. Shar, <laughs> you're looking at this pedestal. And you're looking at the bowl of it. And it looks very much like another bowl that you've seen. Lately. On the Statue of Ein. Does it look like he's either done anything, like performed some sign of magic around it? Roll me an Arcana check. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait for it. 16 plus 1 on the guidance. Minus 1. No. <laughs> plus 0. Uh, all right. You take a look all around, and you see different... Um, different runes written here that all seem, they're all written in celestial. And they're different words 
about basically utilizing a power. Does it look like he carved them or they were here before? They look like they were here before. And you don't detect or notice any signs of any magic having been worked here in the past hour or so. It looks like to you that he was here investigating this and you guys caught him in the act. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Come on. He's going to go over to Reg and Zem. Do you guys want to go back to the hotel? Because i got to go back to talk to Rena. Do you need me there? You don't have to be. Um, I think I'm going to go turn in then. Okay. Reg, take care of her. He's going to tap him on the shoulder and give him advantage on his next initiative. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'll make sure she gets back okay. He'll just run over to the mansion. He doesn't care anymore. Okay. And he's going to cast Cure Wounds two times on himself. <laughs> on himself. How bad were you hurt? Uh, I was down to 15. Yeah. Fear's bad. I was so mad that I was so invested in, like, trying to think through the um, the action, the non-attack action situ- situation. And as soon as I saw her pick up the dice, I was like, ah, silvery. It was too late. We got 16 health back, so that's not terrible. So, Char, we'll do your thing first. You run back to the mansion. When you get up to the door, the butler opens and is like, Ah, um, can I help you? We have an emergency. I need to talk. (sighs) Miss Rena has already turned in for the night. Dalias. Ashcard. In the city. I don't... One moment, please. And he closes the door. And after maybe like 20 minutes, uh, Rena flings the door open. And she's like, what? Um, excuse me? (sighs) Delius Ashgard is in the city. He was investigating the ship. How did he get into the city? I don't know. This is a problem. Char got the shipping out of him. Yeah, he's like he's like uh, swipes off some ice that's just been built up on his his outfit. Yeah, and this is the got first like time you've seen swollen like. Yeah, and this is the first time you've seen Rena like rattled a little bit, and she's not. I mean, she's wearing like a dressing gown. Like she's like, well, I need to get word to the the palace now. My father needs to alert the guard. Dalius is affiliated with Nexus. So they've infiltrated the city twice. This is a problem. Okay, um, do you want to stay here for the night or what? Um, it's sh- n- no, but I'm going to go back, but you need to know. You shouldn't go alone. Do you have any ideas? Just, well, I mean, you can stay here. I have guest rooms. I could maybe send a guard or two with you. I don't want you to be down any of your detail right now. Then I'll, stay here. I'll stay here for the night then. All right. And the she walks over to her butler and says, uh, get one of the guest rooms now. And he's like, well, on it, yes. And he, like, takes off at a very brisk walk to go ready one of the guest rooms. And she says, uh, if you like, we can go sit in my sitting room until your room's ready. Okay. We can talk for a little bit. Thanks. Okay. She leads you into the room. Zem, you and Reg head down off the scaffolding. Uh, he's walking, like, a step behind you, kind of, like, bracing you, like, a little bit, like, worried that you're going to, like, fall or something uh the carriage that you were riding in has been basically destroyed by the fireball the horse and the driver are fine but they ran away naturally they should have yeah Yeah. so you know what good for them (laughs) yeah oh and i mean like the horse is dead (laughs) no No. Start staying up all night. He will become a vigilante. <laughs> the, the horse is very much alive and ran away with the driver. Uh, Reg puts out his arm to you and says, well, we have a bit of a walk tonight. 
Yeah, we really do. I'm going to, like, take my heels off. Like, <laughs> fighting in heels, climbing, scaffolding in heels. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take my heels off to walk the rest of the way to the hotel tavern. He lets in. you think for a little bit. And then he says, do you want to talk about it? Him, this, all of it? Honestly, I don't really know what to say. I... I knew that he betrayed me because I consulted. Um, but I didn't I didn't expect this. I I don't know. I don't know what to say. I I I feel like I've led these problems all across this continent. And I'm fighting so hard, but I don't know what I'm fighting for. <laughs> Am I just causing everyone more problems? More pain and suffering? No. I mean, from where I'm standing, you've caused no suffering. All the suffering's been inflicted upon you, and it's not your fault. I really hope that's true, but it's hard to ignore the people that have helped me and been hurt as a result. Well, I think, based on everything that's happened and how all the roads keep leading back to you, that just means that you're important in the grand scheme of things. Call me crazy, but I do believe a bit in fate and destiny and all those things I do too I just wish I had a clearer view of what it was all for and what I need to do next I mean so much of this has felt like it's not been my choice and I'm just reacting to things happening to and around me Well, maybe that's the next step. Maybe you stop reacting and start doing. Don't wait for Dalius to show up on your doorstep. Take the fight to him. Go after him, you mean? Yes. What did he say to you before he left? He said he would explain if I went with him. And I, I told him there was absolutely no way that I could go anywhere with him and trust him ever again. Hmm. Well, that was a smart move. I'm glad you're safe. Me too. Thank you for... Being frozen solid for... You ran into the fight when you could have run away from it. Oh, you don't owe me anything. I would, I would never run from a fight. I'd... Well... That's not true. I would I would run from many fights, but not not for you. I feel protective for you. I'm just saying it's the second time you've fought for me. And I know. Remember how good that first time was? Listen, yes, I do. It was pretty hot. It was you can have that. It was it was hot. It was really hot. Yeah. I'm glad you're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. What a long night. Yes. Well, and at this point, you're getting to the inn, and he walks in, and he says, just give me one minute, and he walks up to the desk, and you're assuming he gives his name, and he gets his key and stuff. And he comes over, and he says, well, uh, I am luckily enough on the same hallway as the two of you. I'm across the hall, um, and you walk up the stairs together. And he says, are you going to be okay tonight? I kind of don't want to be alone. But also understand that I'm, that's just, um, nothing's happening. If you want to come in with me. I, gentleman's honor. I'm just here to make sure you're okay and safe. 
Well, this is my room. All right. So, he comes in with you, and the two of you talk. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about specifically tonight, or anything that you would like to do? Um, so I know that I said that I was going to do the pendulum when I got back here, but I'm not in the mood for that, and I definitely don't want an audience for it. Um, so I'm just going to, like, get dressed and kind of climb into bed and, um, ask that we talk about anything else, anything else. Okay. Just to, like, pretend that things are normal for a little while. Okay. He starts talking about things to try to make you laugh, like ridiculous rumors he's heard and, you know— about whatever. And, but at the end, he says, you know, I have a question for you. And he's like sitting at the edge of the bed with like his back against the wall or whatever. He's like, I have a question for you. Okay. I think you've earned an answer or two. <laughs> is there, is there something with you and Rafe? He seems intrigued by you, and I don't want him to kill me. God damn it. That's not how you should have worded that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, <laughs> we have like a flirtatious thing going on. Um, but I thought we had a flirtatious thing going on. We do. Oh. All right. <laughs> I mean, like, flirting is just, you know, fun. Like, I like, I care about you, but, like, we don't have a thing. I don't have oh. a thing. Oh, I get it. You're afraid of feelings. What do you mean? That well, it's, flirting is, is fun, but, like, you don't want to have actual feelings for people because that's scary. I don't. No. Oh, no. All right. I mean, if you don't want to be in here, you can go back to your room. Oh, now I'm getting thrown out because I was a little too, like, oh, touchy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going to glare. I'm just glaring at him. He reaches out and just, like, pats your knee. He's like, I'm sorry. I won't point out the obvious anymore. I thought we were having a delightful evening. I thought this was a lot of fun. You're not having fun? I was having fun. <laughs> this is less fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> Introspection. Less fun. I'll add that to the list of things we don't do. Listen, if I wanted to punish myself about it, I would go ahead and sit in like a room by myself and cry. What good is that going to do? <laughs> uh, I like you, Zamira. Do you want to hear my sad story? I do. No. <laughs> <laughs> He laughs and you notice his eyes are starting to get like a little heavy and he's kind of like leans his head against the wall and starts like almost dozing off a bit. And eventually you fall asleep as well. Char, you and Rena talk about Dalius, about, you know, you give her a little more backstory about who exactly he is, what's happening, all the stuff. And after about maybe 15, 20 minutes, the butler comes back and says, oh, the, the room is ready. I appreciate it. Yes, very, of course. Very much. Of course. Is there anything? Do you need food, water, clothing, soap, <laughs> a toothbrush? No, I'm, I'm okay. I'll be gone very early in the morning. Of course, I will have food laid out for you. I very much appreciate it. Of course, of course. If you need anything, just uh, there will be one of my men in the hall. Just let them know they'll come get me. I just want you to know that I appreciate you taking a chance with us. And I hope not to let you guys down. I should be the one thanking you. You've given me something that I haven't had in months hope well that would be a first for me all right and you are escorted up the steps so Shar's going to keep an eye on his ring the entire time to see which zones are magical and which ones are anti-magic the moment you walked in the front door 
your magic doesn't work. I kind of figured I just want to check zones because that's like going to be his barometer. Yeah. Yeah. And your ring never changes back the whole time you're in this house. Eventually you get into the guest room and this guest room is opulent, beautiful. It has like a four post bed with like a canopy. Little, you know, like big fluffy duvet, extra pillows. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds all right. <laughs> You're like, oh, Zem's going to be so jealous when she hears about this. <laughs> I'm going to sleep going, Shara's going to be so jealous when he hears about this. <laughs> I mean, Shara's just going to do the normal stuff, check the windows, check the room, just in general. Just perimeter stuff, and then he's just going to pass out on top of the sheets. Okay, roll me an investigation check of the room. 20. 30. Okay. You are looking around this room, and everything is perfect, nice. Too perfect. It's it's almost too perfect. It's like, you know, in 15, 20 minutes, this person came in there, and now there's not a speck of dust anywhere in the room. The windows are shut, latched. Everything looks nice. You don't see anything amiss. <sighs> All right. He's staying on top of the covers, but... Why are you sleeping on top of He doesn't want to be trapped. <laughs> he knows how, like, trapping those blankets are, the duvet. <laughs> Char would the freak trappings out. of this room. <laughs> All right. So, Char, you sleep on top of the covers. Again, the room is the perfect temperature. The bed is so comfy. Before you know it, you are snoring. Zem. You fall asleep eventually. And you have a dream. But for the first time in a while since you've been having these dreams, you feel like you're actually in control of this one. Something about the way the city is keeping watching eyes out is giving you back the control of your sleep that you used to have. And in this dream, you are sitting on the riverbank with your feet in the water. And you're just, you're watching out as the water is trickling past. And you can hear the sound of crickets and other, you know, chirping little bugs behind you, but other than that, it's completely silent. And you feel a bit of peace in this moment. What are you thinking about? Um, probably nothing at first, just admiring everything. And then I'm probably thinking about the last time I felt like this in a dream. The night that you met Knox. Mm -hmm. Like, and not in like a, oh, Knox is around the corner, but like a, oh, the last time that I felt this nice. It, and it's like a lazy river of thought. Yeah. You start thinking about Knox and you think about that night and dawns on you that in that moment when she came to you to ask you to not act, she was probably referring to her wanting her brother unleashed. And by taking the dinner with Rena and talking to her about all of this, these are probably the actions that she wants you to not take. What does that make you think in that moment? Choices. Um, who I think I am. Like, what is my identity? Like, who do I want to be and how close am I to that? Um, and is that still something that I actually want? Like, basically, it's back to the, like, the tarot reading I did earlier that day with, like, am I swept up in this to the point of I'm not responding in a way that's true to me? Or have I already made my decision and I haven't realized it? Like, I, oh, I, like both, either way, really. But, mm -hmm. like... I don't know. I'm thinking about who I am, 
what I've been through, what I want, and kind of seeing what sort of resolve I have. Hmm. You're thinking, pondering, having this moment of meditation, of being able to actually consider who you are, and you feel like a warmth in your right hand. And you, it, it causes you to wake up. And you see that Reg has sort of like toppled over and he's like <laughs> laying and he's reached over and he's just holding your hand. You're not sure if he did that in a waking moment or if he did that while he was sleeping. He's holding the hand that felt warm to me. Mm-hmm. Did it feel like a soothing warm in my dream? Yeah. Interesting. Was Reg on one of the cards? He wasn't. He was not. Yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna, like, I'm gonna smile, um, still half sleep, and, like, encourage him to kick off his shoes and, like, get under the covers and, like, just cuddle and go to bed. All right. You do that. The both of you get a long rest. And that is where we're going to end this session. Okay, but I'm getting a long rest too, right? Yeah, yeah. You said both. I thought you meant her and No, no, no. I mean... I mean okay, <laughs> I just want to make sure. We're yeah. both officially, like, market now. <sighs> okay. Special thanks again to Better Dungeon Master for sponsoring this episode of Slay the Stars. You can find them at betterdungeonmaster.com slash slaythestars, on Instagram at how to be a better DM podcast. That's H-O-W-T-O-B-E-A-B E-T-T-E-R-D-M-P-O-D-C-A-S-T or at facebook.com slash better dungeon master. And now, how to be a better DM. What would you like to do? It's the question that every DM asks every player at least once in their career. That question has led to more stories than any other question on the planet. But how do you turn that question into an amazing story? That's a question we answer on our show, How to Be a Better DM. For those crazy individuals who want to pretend like they can control the story, How to Be a Better DM is the perfect place to learn how to dungeon master without spending extra money or extra time. You'll get tips and techniques to avoid the significant pitfalls of dungeon masters everywhere. We have episodes coming out every Thursday morning, and we can't wait for you to roll initiative with us. Go to betterdungeonmaster.com slash slay the stars, S-L-A-Y-T-H-E-S-T-A-R-S for more information. Our theme music was created by the incredibly talented Isaac Viers. Our character art found on slaythestars.com was created by the wonderful Cam Gonzalez. Slay the Stars is made possible by the audio engineering wizardry of Arthur Polino, graphic artistry of Jen Kearney, and the production wisdom of me, Leah Hemrick. Thanks for listening, and as always, Persomnia ad Astra.